schadenfreude everybody must have screamed ah he's a sung hero a little pushy pushy are you back from listening to stairway to heaven twice now those are just words i looked up on the internet unreasonable doubt a podcast about west virginia university basketball starts now hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is episode 29, the Kansas Jayhawks. And I sit here in the studio, which is actually my laundry room, not upset. Not upset. Uh, gut-wrenching loss. Uh, anywhere that game is played, the way that ended it's gut-wrenching, and yet I'm not upset at that, so much so that if somebody walked into the NCAA tournament committee room and they came into the room after somebody in the committee requested, hey, show me a, a WVU game, pick any game of the season, bring it in here, bring the tape in like it's 1984, and we'll pop that tape in and watch WVU play, and somebody brought in this performance, I don't know if I'd pick it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't just say that person's crazy. All right? And no moral victory. A loss is a loss. West Virginia's losses are piling up. You want to, after any close loss, to say, well, that's going to bite them. But it, it, losing at Kansas doesn't bite you. And it's not like it's not just a WVU thing. You know, I was looking because we all know we've been beaten over the head. I know, and I'm guilty of it too. West Virginia's never won at Allen Fieldhouse. West Virginia's never won at Kansas. 0 for 10. Now 0 for 11. Join the join the crowd. You know what I mean? 11. This is 11 seasons. Kansas has lost in that building against Big 12 foes seven times. Seven. In 11 seasons, seven. Oklahoma State, I don't know what they do to win road games. And we and we also think about that as WVU fans. How do they do that in the Coliseum? They do that other place. They, they've won twice. Two of those seven wins belong to Oklahoma State. It should be three because of some tricky calls at the end of their game in the Allen Fieldhouse this season. But a handful of teams have won one, including TCU this season. And But it's not just West Virginia that hasn't won there in the last 11 seasons. Oklahoma hasn't won there. Kansas State has not won there. Okay? So it's just a super difficult place to win. And you discount that by saying, yeah, but refs. Because is Kansas the only place that gets home cooking? Come on. You got to give them their flowers. I don't know how they're doing it. You could say recruiting. Other teams uh, can be really good at home. And if I looked, I don't know if they're going to have that kind of record in their own building. I may eat those words. It's just a super impressive stat that we should give Kansas credit for, no matter what you think of how they recruit and what the rules and, you know, self is still not out of the out of the dark with this, uh, with these pending violations or possible violations, just on its own, it's super impressive. So it's you can discount that if you want. I do not. 
very tough place to play. And so you can't do the math if West Virginia, if things go sour here at the end, you can't, I don't think you should point at this game. Definitely point at the, at, at Oklahoma State game. Definitely point to the Baylor game at home. Definitely point to the at Oklahoma game. Definitely point to the Kansas State road game. Like you, you can pick, that's four just off the top of my head that you could absolutely point to. And Huggins does regularly of like, these are games we should have won. And yes, they, they could have won this one for sure. And I'm not going to go through the West Virginia reasons why they didn't win this one. They're easy. You know, you can point to Kedrian's eight turnovers and you can point to Toussaint not getting a shot off in the last possession. And you can point to Emmett missing a bunny there at some point. And you could point to uh, Stevenson taking that charge, getting that charge late. Like, I'm not going to do that. If I pointed to one play and in the, in the how does Kansas only lose seven times in the building against conference opponents, you'd point to that, uh, what is it got, McCuller? McCuller? Banking that three in a in a shot late shot clock, and West Virginia's gotten their share of those in this season and in history. So that's not exclusive to Kansas, but in this particular game, I'd point to that shot and say that's the three points and a two point loss. Him banking that three, that's how I'm going to sleep tonight. You know what I mean? But think about the positives. Again, loss not good. 0-11 in Allen Fieldhouse, 13th loss of the season. All those are not great if the goal is to get to the NCAA tournament. But think about, here's the positives, all right? Kedrian Johnson had eight turnovers. He also made difficult shots. Trey Mitchell, two awesome games in a row from him. Emmett Matthews, aggressive Emmett Matthews. Eric Stevenson made very difficult shots a day. McCuller was guarding him. That's a tough matchup. McCuller, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. He stayed in front of him. He was very confident at home. And he he stayed right in front, has a height advantage, stayed in front of Stevenson. And yet Stevenson, you know, sidestep three, sidestep, fade away, mid-range. He made very difficult shots a day. Huggins. And Wagi is out maybe for the rest of the season. With the, He's going to get an MRI done. We may not see Mo, but the bench is tightening, right? So we've lost the Kobe Johnson minutes. Um, uh, some that came in for a couple of minutes, we saw a hint of Seth Wilson. He basically played, uh, he basically played seven guys a day, which I think at this time of the season – is not a bad thing. Want all those guys out there? Don't with love and respect to Kobe Johnson. Don't need a ton of Kobe Johnson minutes. And we may see and we may see Kobe Johnson in the last two or three games. But the the rotation is shortening, which as a as a fan you would say that's a that's good. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. NBA coming out of the All-Star break, Javon Carter, a starter still for the Milwaukee Bucks. They're wearing purple. That's a royal color. Maybe do a same-game parlay with the Bucks. Here's what you do. Download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You've got guys playing well late in the season. Now, is everybody dealing with something injury-wise? Very possible. I mean, apparently he was warm in that place. Lots of guys leaving with cramps. Kevin Johnson always seems like he's walking with a limp. Um, everybody's dealing with something. But I would say Kedrian Johnson is playing with confidence. I would say Eric Stevenson for sure is playing with confidence. Trey Mitchell has put his best two games together in a row this season. And this is a great time for that to be happening. Emmett Matthews is putting together performances. All these guys, you know, fifth-year guys. So I shouldn't be shocked by that. But like it is a, it's great that they. I don't know if Kedria Johnson is peaking, uh, but these guys are playing well late in the season. All right, and that's four guys that I argue are playing well at the end of the season. And so if you get Joe Toussaint, he's kind of in a slump. If we get him to turn around, and you get, you know, you're. With Waggy out, you're going to get more Oconquo minutes, or you won't. Maybe they just go to Trey Mitchell at the five and Emmett at the four. I think they can do that against Iowa State. I think they can do that against Kansas State. Like you could see where they they run that. It it's and today they ran that uh, small ball lineup and was getting offensive rebounds. How many did they have today? They had. 14 offensive rebounds out rebounded Kansas in the in Allen Fieldhouse 34 to 26. And Trey Mitchell had four, Emma Matthews had three, Eric Stevenson had two. So with with Tucson out there a lot and playing three guards, Emma at the four and Trey at the five, that group. And again, it's not like Kansas is is playing with an, a McCormick or a Perry Ellis or a Azabuke. They're playing small ball too, but that worked, and it can work the rest of the season. And if they, especially Trey Mitchell, if they offensive rebound like they did today, they're going to have a chance because the defense is not. Kansas made shots. Kansas shot well over fifty percent and barely won the game. So. To counteract that, West Virginia's got to get more shops up. And so if they're out and, th- and they did not do that at home against Texas Tech, that's another game you'd point to where <laughs> if you're looking back and say what could have been the game that I went to, <laughs> that game at Texas Tech, my wife was like, 
watching the Kansas game today, like they rebound way different than than the game we saw last week. And it was one week ago. So if they do that, they're going to have a chance, even if the defense isn't getting stops, which is, and it's kind of what that is. But on the offensive side, Kedrian is making shots all over the court. Got to limit the turnovers, but just with confidence. Like it's it's a – I don't think there's soul searching after this loss. It hurts. I know it stings, uh, but I don't think Huggins is like – Huggins doesn't feel after this game the way he felt last week after the Texas Tech. Not every loss is the same. You know what I mean? And so I'm encouraged. I am encouraged. I I don't like that they lost. This was a grand opportunity. I said it's the closest they've come to winning. They have went to overtime twice in those 11 times. And the 35 to 2 game where they were up eight late. You could argue that they have been closer. And listen, it Kansas at home had plenty of moments in that second half where it's like West Virginia can 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 shut it down. Kansas builds a lead up to eight. Kansas had the lead at seven below the four-minute mark. And West Virginia would not die. I mean, it of all the plays you could point to, like, oh, my gosh, if that would have been something different for WVU, one less turnover, one, you know, Stevenson had one rattle like five or six times before it went out. Like, that's just stuff that happens during a game. But you also have West Virginia in the last minute causing a turnover to get an Emma Matthews dunk to cut it to one. And – making Kansas burn two timeouts to try to get it across half court. So as much as I've said how rough the defense is, they they did not give up. In the, in the confidence department, a, a group of guys who thought, we're going to win this game, they did that late in the game. Again, they lost. Haven't spoke a lot about last season once West Virginia's got into the Big 12 conference schedule. And you do hear when you look at records like, well, this isn't that much different than last season. It is. It is different than last season because you did not have a lot of – you didn't – I mean, point to the time they did something like this last season. If it happened, it was rare. Maybe the Iowa State game at Ames last year. But they didn't give up. West Virginia didn't give up. Again, that's – you don't get points for that. But they have, you know, they didn't do that a lot last season, I would argue. And so Mitchell's playing great. Stevenson, we're past crotch gate. We're past the crotch grabbing incidents. Kedrian Johnson is playing like a fifth-year senior. And Emmett Matthews is in the fold. Regardless of what happens in these last two regular season games in the Big 12 tournament, this I wouldn't argue with somebody if they said, uh, watch this game and you determine if that's an NCAA tournament team in a loss. That's how good I feel about the Mountaineers after this game. Still a gut-wrenching loss. This episode of Unreasonable Down is sponsored by Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Hey, Morgantown area, what you doing March 4th? Do you like sports cards and collectibles? If so, whatever you had going on on March 4th, you may want to change it. 
because Freeman's Sports Cards and Collectibles will be at the Morgantown Euro Suites. What does that mean? They're going to be there. They're going to have tables. And on those tables are going to be sports cards, collectibles, all cool stuff that you want to check out, buy, maybe bring your stuff, give it to Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. They'll give you money. Maybe a trade can take place, some bartering even. Morgantown Euro Suites, March 4th, Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Find out more about that show or... If you want to sell your comic books and sports cards and collectibles, call Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles, 304-416-3631. What do you think of those Kansas retro jerseys? You know, back in the day, they just wore whatever, right? (laughs) uh, The top and the bottom don't have to match. It's all good. It was fine. Not a lot of color there. Uh, No names on the back, but they probably, again, retro. They didn't do that back in the day. It's cool to shout out the Peach Basket era. It's cool to shout out the Peach Basket era. Maybe one of these times, if we're going to do retro, can we do, can we actually have Peach Baskets instead of Nets? (laughs) That's probably, can, a few questions in proposing this. Can two Peach Baskets make it through a 40-minute college regulation game. I don't know. It's going to be difficult. Will somebody get splinters? Uh, What is a peach basket made of? I don't even, you know, all I know is that where do peaches grow? Do peaches grow in Kansas? Dr. Naismith invented the game. His name's on the Kansas University of Kansas court or Kansas University of Kansas, sorry. I don't know. I just think the game started with peach baskets. And that open and I could google all of this. I'm not going to do it. Bring peach baskets for one game. Let me see what it looks like. West Virginia, you know, I didn't like those Kansas retro jerseys if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Other schools break out a retro every once in a while. I feel like WVU has brought out the retro helmet in the last couple of years. Let's just see what a retro jersey would look like for WVU. Let's Mitchell and Ness at one time just to mix it up and and be prepared for me specifically to not like it. But let's just mix it up. Let's just see what it looks like. Speaking of what it looks like, West Virginia, once again, will play on the road the next to last game of the season. Can you believe this? We're We're almost at the end. It's the end of February. You know what the next month is, and you know – what word comes after March? <laughs> Madness. But we're not there yet. Monday, February 27th, 9 p.m. ESPN2, West Virginia, another road game, last road game of the conference schedule. They play the Iowa State Cyclones. Now, I felt okay after I felt good about WVU's performance today in a loss, but they've lost four out of five. And that's just a fact. But Iowa State will see WVU's losing four out of five, and they're going to raise them by losing five of their last six. And this stretch started with their loss in Morgantown earlier in February. And so since that game, 
Iowa State's won once a home game against a Mike Miles less TCU. They've lost to both Oklahoma schools in Hilton Coliseum, including a day against a last place Oklahoma team that doesn't have a lot to play for. Their starting guard, one of their starting guards with the long hair said, you know what, I need to take a break from basketball. He left the team. It's not a great situation. They're not playing for NCAA tournament hopes, and yet they beat Oklahoma in or Oklahoma beat Iowa State in Ames by 11 today. So that's not a great look for Iowa State. They're coming down to earth. They are 500 in the conference. After starting 4-0, they're now 8-8, eight and eight, and they're comfortably in the NCAA tournament. But they got to figure some stuff out, especially on offense. And they're dealing with the injuries just like everybody else is. But Iowa State's having a hard time breaking 50. Since they left Morgantown, of course they scored 71 in Morgantown. And that game, such a, such a long game, such a crazy amount of fouls game. Since then, they've scored 56, 70 against a Mike Miles-less TCU, 55-54, and they scored 50 today against Oklahoma at home. So they're really struggling on the offensive side. You know what they are defensively. They foul a lot, but they stay in front of you. They like to rock fight. And so can West Virginia get to 60? I think they can. The problem with that is I think Iowa State can get to 60 against WVU given where WVU's at defensively. Can West Virginia get to 70? I really wish Iowa State would have won today against Oklahoma. That'd make me feel better about this game, knowing that Iowa State has struggled, but they thought they got right today, and then West Virginia comes in and rock fights them again and and gets their second road win in the conference schedule. Um, but that losing to Oklahoma today, I I don't – similar to West Virginia playing TCU without Miles. It's like on paper, this is a good spot for WVU, but it, I, there's something in my stomach that says I don't – I really wish they would have beat Oklahoma today. I'd feel better about what's going to happen on Monday. We're all going to find out together, and it's going to be a late one. So get some – Get your rest on Sunday night because we're going to be up late on Monday. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Overcast, YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. Getting It's still small numbers, but it's way more numbers than I expected of basically there's, there's no video. It's just listening on YouTube, but people do that. So shout out to the small community of YouTubers. Until next time, I'm Josh with WVU for the 2022-2023 season. They have 16 wins and they have 13 losses.
Are you still there? That seems like a mistake on your part, but if you're still listening, shoot me a DM or uh, send me an email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com, and I'll send and give me your t shirt size. Please be a large, medium, or small. <laughs> I'm. I've got. I still got inventory. Don't talk about merchandise anymore. But I still got it. Let me know via DM or email, or send me a tweet, and I'll send you a small, medium, or large shirt, or all three. I'll send you an embroidered, unreasonable doubt towel that you can wipe your brow with. Thank you for listening. I played the whole stupid 8-bit song. (laughs) You're still here. And so I need to send you something. So let me know. I mean, maybe you don't want any of this. If you don't want anything, then don't say anything. I preach that you're you're still here. Thank you. We're going to miss basketball season when it's over. Goodbye.